Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with sommelier Jill Mott. She's from Henry and & Son, and we're going to talk about Kolsch today. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Emily. Tell me about Kolsch. What is Kolsch? Kolsch is a style of beer that normally, you know, I can sit down and I can, I'll drink a beer here and there. I love me a great brew. Um, but Kolsch's, when it is 95 degrees or whatever it's been these past few days, 80s, one could drink like two or three Kolsch's. They're light to medium bodied, super refreshing, lower alcohol, and just a joy to drink. Um, I was going to tell listeners just a briefly, like, what is a Kolsch? Like, yeah. why, why is it called Kolsch? And then give a few recommendations if that's cool. Do it. Thank you. Yeah. So a Kolsch is basically, it gets that name because it's brewed It's specifically in the area. We call it Cologne, but it's uh, Koln, K-O-L-N. Oh, has an umlaut, by the way, um, in Germany. And it's a, it's a beer that has like a noble hop bitterness like you'll it, it's very refreshing on the palate but i'm not speaking at all like an ipa you're not going to get any like aromatics from that bitterness you're getting more of that on the palate on the nose you're getting beautiful malts um very light malt characters it's got a dry finish there it's a little bit less bitter than a pilsner so if you think of like check check var or pilsner or kel or bent paddle pilsner or something like that it's it's very similar, but has less bitter notes than a Pilsner. They range in about 4 to 6% alcohol, and you usually drink them out of like a, a tall cylinder glass, almost like a tall boy, but a little, bit, a little bit more slender. And the style has been around since, you know, one of the oldest producers that I'll talk about in a moment, Sooner. Um, they've been around since the 1830s, but it's taken up until 1997 um, that... Kolsch became like a protected name in the EU. So in the European Union, just like champagne has to be from a certain place and made a certain way, you can't make Kolsch in Spain or in Portugal. You can make a Kolsch style beer, um, which is why when you see like other you know producers here in the United States, breweries making Kolsch, some people call it Kolsch, but I think the you know, those that really are get it, they call it a Kolsch-style beer to kind of pay homage to um, to the Kolsch. So um, what's what's also interesting to note about a Kolsch is, it, for all intents and purposes, you could taste this beer and you'd swear it was a Pilsner. Like, because of the fact that it is lighter in body, lighter in color, um, you know, it's got this high attenuation, which means, you know, it's got, like, high effervescence, it's dry. Um, but you would... It's, it's fermented with an ale yeast, and usually it's specifically a Kolsch-style German ale yeast. In very traditional cases, it's in, in, done in an open-top fermenter, which for beer is really rare because these low-alcohol beers need to be protected from the bacteria that's floating around a brewery or, or you know, floating around a garage if you're a home brewer. And so um, it's a top-fermenting beer, ale yeast, that is then stored and cold conditioned like a lager, which is why it has then that very crisp, very clean presence on the palate. So I don't know, should I throw some recommendations out there for Yeah, for I love that. So Sooner is probably one of the most well-known. Like I said, they've been around since the 1830s. Um, their beer is about 4.8% alcohol or so. And they are 
along with another producer called Reisdorf Kolsch. Um, they're m- one of the most tried and trues. It's basically like, you know, you're going to go buy a champagne and try champagne for the first time. You're probably going to get like Veuve Clicquot or you're going to get Dom Perignon. You're going to get something that's got like a name. Sooner and Reisdorf are like the pinnacle, the apex of that style. That's what every brewery is trying to shoot for. And so if you buy one of those and then buy a few others, it's really fun to have a Kolsch tasting because the difference, even me that, you know, I, I, I use my palate all too often um, for my work. Like if you taste a Kolsch style beer one week and then eight days later you taste Reisdorf Kolsch, it's going to be really hard to tell the difference because they're so the, the differences are so, so fine. So buy a Sooner or grab a Reisdorf and compare um, to, say, one that we have here that we're so lucky to have, uh, Surly Brewing, which I kind of don't even need to recommend Surly Brewing, be- <laughs> but everybody goes after their Axeman or their Furious or their Hops Forward Styles. Their Heat Slayer, it's called Heat Slayer for a reason, people. Just open two. <laughs> And pour it into a, a, a larger <laughs> flute size glass because it's just gorgeous beer. Um, you know, lovely body. It's beautiful. It's spot on. It's got just a slightly less multi characteristic, a little bit lighter on the finish than the sooner. Um, and so, yeah, that they ring right around about 5% alcohol. And they use what's called a spelt malt, which is very, not, not to confuse it with spelt. It's a, or excuse me, it's a hop called spalt, S-P-A-L-T. And that's a common hop that maybe some people may not have heard of because we hear of citra and we hear of amarillo and all these very noble hops that are for aromatics as well Mm -hmm. as bitterness. Spalt is really well known for just beautiful, clean, bitter qualities in the palate. Um, The last one I'll recommend, we've got Sooner, we've got Surly, Heat Slayer. Um, If any of you uh, raise your hands while driving, but, you know, I guess keep two hands on the wheel, so don't. If you go up to Wisconsin or over to Wisconsin for your weekend delights this summer, I'm sure you pop into, you know, a a local liquor store or gas station and all you see everywhere is Spotted Cow. Everyone loves some Spotted Cow from New Glarus. Who doesn't? Um, And that's that's kind of like a farmhouse meets a cream ale sort of beer. Um, I would urge you to, it's very uh, seasonal that they release. It's called Kid, K-I-D. It's referring to a a baby goat. They're Kid Kolsch. It's a little bit higher in alcohol. It's got a little bit more of a mouthfeel, thusly. So 5.5% alcohol. They're also using spalt hops, um, German and Czech barley and wheat. And man, it is, it's my favorite Kolsch that is made, you know, in the tri-state area this year. It's, it's just got enough body. It's very clean. It is really well executed and all natural carbonation, which for its bottle condition, which for a, you know, a, a beer like that is, is pretty hard to find. So sounds delicious. And, you know, hey, if you don't have a cabin uh, in Hudson or in northern Wisconsin or wherever, it's only 45 minutes away. Go drive to Hudson, buy yourself some kid coals, and drive right back. It'll be (laughs) worth the hour and a half. And, um, you know, because New Glarus is not available in Minnesota. Right. That's right. So, Jill, you'll send us a list. We'll have that all online. Most definitely. And will we have you back in two weeks? 
Yes, if I haven't melted, you definitely yeah. <laughs> will. <laughs> Jill Mott, she's a sommelier for Henry and Son, comes and talks to us every other Wednesday about beers, wines, and spirits. Jill, thanks so much for talking with us today. Thanks for having me on.